Are you looking for an accounting firm equipped to handle all of your accounting, taxation, and consulting services, but small enough to offer personalized service at a reasonable price? Well, ARS and Associates knows that selecting an accounting firm is an important decision for any individual or business. With over 35 years of experience, they have one goal in mind, to provide the highest level of professional service possible. ARS and Associates specialize in individual, corporate, bookkeeping, payroll, professional athlete, and nonprofit accounting. They also offer specialty service to cater to the unique needs of their clients. Call today for a free consultation at 305-653-7350 or visit their website at www.arsaccounting.com accounting.com mention the fish tank on the phone or by email to get your first month of payroll services free you're now diving into the fish tank Sitting down with Seth Living, Seth. OJ, Juice, Juice Man, ooh, and this is strictly for them true fans, yeah. golf fans, number one, one, of course y'all, this ain't no ordinary sports talk, dive up in that fish tank. Welcome back to the Fish Tank, Seth Levitt here with OJ McDuffie, Juice, what's happening man? What's good, Big Seth? Man, I could not be more excited for today. We have a special treat for the listeners. First time having a guest here in the Fish Tank Studios, a lot of anticipation, and who better to start with than one of the great storytellers yeah. who has ever put on the aqua and orange? Please welcome my man, Aronde Gadston, to the fish tank. Ooh. Nice <laughs> What's thing, up, man? Big O? Hey, man, I like that introduction, but I'm not Aesop or nobody like that. I don't know <laughs> famous, but, you know, hey, listen. When you play long enough, you have some stories. You definitely have some stories. And even stories I feel like that are average, when OG tells them, somehow they become more dynamic. <laughs> they get amped up. They so get they, amped listen, up, I'm, 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 Listen, I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm humbled that I am the first guest. It's like a Hall of Fame acceptance <laughs> yeah. speech right here. On the fish tank, you know what I mean? And listen, well, listen you, if, if everybody get to go underwater with their jersey on, I'm, I'm definitely with it. Yeah, well, we'll get to that at okay. the end of the show all here right, for, sure. Right, yeah, right, for sure. We're going to really dive in at, at the end. <laughs> if you're ready, Big O, if you're ready. Right. Now, that look, the jersey you brought, that's from your playing days, right? That's it. It that's still it. fits? I mean, you know, <laughs> I can get it on. <laughs> I can get it off. I can get it with some help. With some help. <laughs> we got some scissors up in here. If we I need the same we can't issue. cut it. We That's right. It. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cut the jersey. Well, we appreciate you coming in, man. It, it means a lot to us. OJ and I are excited about this project, and and we just we talk about how many great stories there are, and how many guys have have come through that we've enjoyed working with or hearing the stories. True. And, and you were right there at the top of the list, man. True. So so welcome. Thanks, thanks, thanks for having me. I I, I do my best to, you know. Uh, call upon my recollection of how, <laughs> how, know, how right? things went along, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Well, we need triggers now, right? Oh, with our memory. Yeah, we, yeah. You trigger yeah, it. You, yeah, can, you, you can get you it. You definitely need a yeah, trigger. Yeah, you no know? doubt about and it. Listen, so. some, you know, some things trigger and some things don't. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see if we can we can hit a few of them the right way. Okay, cool. But uh, which actually, you know, so Juice and I were talking before you got here, and, and we were thinking back to when we first had the opportunity to meet you. You know, right. and it was uh, I think '98, right? right? Training camp in '98. Yeah. And your path to to getting to that locker room in Davie was not the traditional path that everybody has to go through. Correct. And you know, if I start looking at the list in in Dallas and in Pittsburgh. And in Germany, yeah, yeah, trip to Germany, and my favorite, uh-huh. yes, is the Arena Football League, the Portland Forest Dragons. Yeah, yeah, that was some good times, man. <laughs> that was some good times. That's probably out of all the stops. Uh, obviously, Dallas was a good stop because it taught me a lot. But I'm saying, out of all the ancillary stops in between, I, I think the Portland stop was real 
instrumental in, in, in me, you know, doing what I did when I got to Miami. You know, Ronnie, most guys have, what, four or five months, maybe six months in pads. Right. How many months straight did you have in, in, in pads? Man, it, it, it was long. I was sort of like this LeBron situation. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. Like, right? I, I, I don't know. We, we, we obviously did it in months. If I started training camp in Pittsburgh, then, you know, played the preseason, got cut, and then went to Germany, played 10 games over there, came back, played, uh, I think, 12, 14 games in the Arena League. 14 games is what I what I 14, read. So that 14, was accurate. 14 games. In 37 touchdowns, dude, in 14 scores. games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that, that was a big confidence builder. <laughs> and uh, after 14 games, I came to Miami, and we played four preseason, then 10, no, 16. 16, right. And then two playoff games. That's right. That's so right. It, it was a long time. It was, you know, I, I needed some rest. I needed some rest. <laughs> but, you know, while you're playing, you don't think of it as games. You just think of it as um, trying to get better, trying to reach your goal, and you just play. It's, it's you know, it's not like I was, you know, I, I had to do something I, I wasn't enjoying doing. It was football. And so I, I thought nothing of it. You know, even as you think about putting on the cleats, putting on the shoulder pads, going wherever I had to go, flying over, you know, to Germany and even coming back and even being in the, all the rain in, in, in Portland, it was just, you know, something I had to do to get, get to the end. But you played indoors. I mean, it was arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You played indoors, <laughs> but they got walls in there, you yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. The walls hurt. So what was the turnaround time? Because I feel like when you came yeah. to camp, you had, like, walked off the field in Portland yeah. and got your Rookie of the Year trophy and then came I didn't right even get the day. Rookie of the Year trophy. Nope. sent it to the complex. They, they <laughs> <laughs> he, was on, he was on the road already. Wow. We played the last game of arena football. I played the New Jersey Red Devils in New Jersey. Okay. And I got the call from Coach Ford. He he, got, Coach Ford, yeah, yeah. got my wow. my agent talked to him and and, and the Dolphins. I, I think I may have talked to Eddie Jones and Ko. Mm-hmm. And after that, it was Saturday night. That game was over Saturday night, and I didn't I didn't fly back to Portland with my team. I stayed in New Jersey and flew from New Jersey Sunday morning to Davy. Shout out to an East Coast game, though, right? Right, right, <laughs> right, 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 right. And so got to the Rolling Hills that Sunday night, and Monday morning <laughs> I was at two days. Yeah, I didn't realize it was that quick, but I yeah. remember what I'm saying. Like, you yeah. just walked right yeah. in the camp. Well, you know, Coach Ford said, we got to go get that clappy. Yeah. <laughs> what right the there. hell does that mean? Yeah, listen, you don't even try to figure it out. But you know, as you get older, you're like, Listen, man, I, can, I, I know a few clappies That's now. That's right. That is right. <laughs> you figured man. out ultimately what a clappy was. Yeah, ultimately. Coach Ford, I just remember the, the see the point and grab the fat. The coaching that, team. It. It. Watch it. the point and grab I, the fat. Watch the point grab the fat. That is, that is definitely. Catching one-on-one. Yeah, we is. all learned the wrong way growing up, actually. Everybody used to right. make triangles and yeah. things like that. Trying Coach Ford's like, nah, you, you got to grab the fat. fat. Wow. And, and, you know, being a wide receiver coach now and seeing it happen every day. Yeah. You have to do it that way. Because yeah. if you grab the point on the tuck, it'll definitely come it's coming out. out. It's coming out. It's coming out. You fumble on your own. I, I mean, it's just, it's funny. But listen, you know, Coach Ford, those Fordisms kind of stick <laughs> with There's a few of them. There's a few of them. So you're There's using a, a lot of Coach Ford's info Without a doubt. for the younger receivers. Without a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. When you're trying to teach someone. But listen, if anybody has played receiver, uh, known a receiver, that came through American Heritage since 
2013. They know. Go I, ahead. I got claim one. Claim them. I got. <laughs> <laughs> you I got claim one. them. Go ahead. I got oh, one rule. You gotta catch the ball. Catch You're the not, ball. It's high school varsity football. We can't. We can't teach catching. We can work on routes. We can work on plays. We can work on a lot of things. But catching the ball, if you can't do that by the time you get to, you know. 10th grade in high school. Might need to go to public school? Yeah, you might need to go <laughs> in a different position. Might yeah, play DB. Change yeah. position. Yeah, right. Go to the other that's side. What, yeah, that's all DBs side. are, Knock them right? down. Knock them down. If you can it. knock it down, you can be a good DB. Makes so. a lot of sense. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. So with all that, right, right, so you like you walk in and you have gone through all of these steps. Right. You're trying to make this team. I obviously you're trying to make every team, but you're right. like, yo, I'm tired of, tired I'm, of traveling. <laughs> yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. And, and so that leads me to, I, I think it was the first home game. Obviously, we remembered the whole story in the Portland Forest Dragons, and that was a fun thing as a PR guy, but where we actually got to see you do something on the field, and, and, and again, preseason is preseason. Right. But for a guy like yourself that's trying to make the squad, that second half means of the football – He's the world. Yeah, means the world to you. I, I mean, it, it was tough, and it you know, like you say, everything has a has a story, and and that has a story in itself. When you when you when you come in and, and have played those many games, it's no on and off switch. It's on. Yeah, you know, it's on. Sure. And, and, and I talk about this with like Pat and Sam most of the time when we get together, and you know, we're talking. That time when I came in, I was ready to go. Like most. Everybody just started training camp, you yeah. know, so you, you, it wasn't like now where you just go year round and you're all ready to go. They hadn't done the conditioning test. The 110s is, had still not been, mm-hmm. you know, ran yet. The 110s. Right. And so everybody was just, you know, coming off summer break, coming off a month break, I guess, because this was about this time, it was July, you know, August, almost July, going into August. And everybody was just getting their sea legs. And you're 37 games into your yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm playing for real. Right. <laughs> they come out to practice laughing and joking. Nah, I'm playing for real. I'm in real. I'm ready to go. Like, practice was the game for me. You know, I was diving and jumping. and get, They're like, whoa, 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 little rookie, slow down. Right. Nah, I, I don't have no slowdown at this point. And so that definitely was an advantage that I had. I'm making the team at that at that at that time because I was I was game ready already. You know, I was serious. I was, you know, I had the game face on. Like when I woke up Monday morning and, and took the shuttle or whatever we had to go to that complex, you know, I was ready to go. It was a real game. Like, ooh, it's the big times. Yeah, you know? And and, and you treated that Tampa game like that. And, yeah, and the Tampa game was big because you by that time it was the fourth game. And I think we'd already got in like three other Fourth quarters, you know, not much time. They run the ball a lot. They may throw, you know, I mean, I know it's all regular routes, but really can't do nothing on a hitch. All slants, <laughs> all hitches, you know, two minutes left in the game. So we got in a little early because, I, you know, the starters didn't play the fourth. It was a full preseason game, so it was all, you know, kind of backups. And, and I, I think, you know, Damon Hewitt was obviously the quarterback. And it was a tie, 0-0, so – you know, it was all systems go, and they were still calling plays, trying to win the game. And and Damon Hewitt threw the pass, and I when when you can see it, you can see it like a basketball player shooting in the ocean. The football looked like it's a balloon, and you could go up and get it, and it felt that way. And I, and I, I I can remember this like it was yesterday, <laughs> because after all you've been through, and coming from uh, historically back college and university, come from Winston Salem State, you only know one way. Like you gotta go get it, you know, and and you don't you, you just don't trust nobody. That's how it goes. So I, I went down <laughs> and I, I, you know, I caught the pass and we scored the touchdown. And um, 
we went for the two point conversion, and and you know Jimmy was like, "Well, you think you can catch the fade?" And that was my deal. I was like, "I got oh, that." Yeah. See those a few I, times. I got oh, that. So uh, he threw it up, and I caught it, and and I think it was eight to nothing. That was the final score. I, I think uh, eight to eight to. What was it, eight to seven? It wasn't it was, quite it was the ugly. way it went down if you look at the play-by-play, <laughs> play, but, you know, I, I just roll with it, man. Yeah, yeah, just roll with it. Listen, that was a long You time definitely ago. did catch the two-point conversion the w- and the touchdown, and I think like three passes to march down the right, field. Right, to march down the field. Yeah. And, and so, they, you know, listen, the routes weren't perfect routes. I can tell you that right now, but, you know, the object is to catch the ball and make a first down. You said so that. That's that, right. That, that's that's what I did. And so coming off the field, and it's a funny part, and, and let me let me let me preface this by saying, <laughs> Lamar Thomas and I are great friends. We, we became roommates thereafter for the next uh, three, four years, and, and we had a good time together. But at that time, you know, <laughs> <laughs> all I knew is he was one of the 11 receivers trying to get the one spot, two spots that we had available. And so after I came out the field, I'm tired because I just caught five catches in a row. and. And everybody was jumping up on you. You know what happens. You, know, you, you got to get them off you, and you're tired. And I said, I go sit down and take off my helmet, and I'm, I'm, I'm out of breath. I'm kind of like, you know, I wasn't the you know, fastest guy, but I was tired at this point. Yeah. And you sit on the bench next to the Gatorade table, and you see all the Gatorades. I, I couldn't even get one. I was just like, I need a break. Let's just win the game. And, you know, I could be the hero all in my head, all that's going through, right? I'm going to talk to the media. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to call my mama. (laughs) Love it. And so Lamar comes to me with two cups of Gatorade. And he, you know, he reaches out. He's trying to look out for you. Yeah, he's trying to look out for you. That's what White House do. And he, you know, reach him out to me and, you know, like, give him to me. And I'm like, nah, bro. Nah. <laughs> you want to take it? No, nah, I don't want your Gatorade. You might have put something in there, you know, that, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Right. I just wasn't trusting nobody at the time. Yeah. Right. And that's just how, how it was. You know, you alpha male, like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I got the cotton mouth. I can barely talk. But I don't want the Gatorade from you. I'll get up and get it myself if I really wanted it. Get your own Gatorade. Yeah, get your own Gatorade. Yeah. So uh, that, that was just... You know, one of those things, and it was at that point, like I said, I was game ready already. Right. I mean, it, it was one of the, you know, obviously a defining moment at that time in my career because, you know, that ultimately gave me a shot to make the team. So uh, it was good, but I, I didn't want to make it seem like it was a big deal. But it was a big deal in my head, yeah. you know, coming from where I came from. Like, bro, I don't, I don't, I don't want to get raised. <laughs> no. How did LT react? I can only right. imagine yeah. the look no, on his face. You, 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 if, if you remember the game when, when uh, Draymond Green tried to help up. Uh, uh, oh, James Harden. James, James Harden. Harden. He wasn't <laughs> half. <laughs> he nah. threw it like that. That's how, that's how it went down, kind yeah. of. Like, nah. ah, I'm straight. Well, you know, you say that you and, and LT are good friends now. Right. You know, you didn't trust him at the beginning of your career with the right. Miami Dolphins. Right. That's why I wouldn't trust me. You know, if you it was you, I probably wouldn't trust anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't trust anybody at that point, right? right? Nobody. So, need to say, I mean, that, that game right there, you, you made the squad pretty much with that game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that was that solidified your, your spot on the team. And eventually that year, I mean, you, you're starting opposite me out there, right? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, it was – you and Charles Jordan that, right. that was starting it. And we had a cast of characters. Charles Boy, did we? Now we look back on it, you know. <laughs> we had we had uh, Brian Manning and, and, and Kirby. He had some great preseasons. Kirby Dardar. 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 If the season would start today, right. Kirby Dardar was our best receiver. Yeah, he was. LT did not like that. He did not like that at all. But, yeah, I don't know. Charles had an injury. You, I think he had the, the groin, the groin, groin injury, injury, the groin injury, injury and and a real and bad one too. Yeah, yeah. Surgery, I and, and the, 
obviously the game the game before that, the one catch that I did have was a touchdown over right. Tyrone Poole. So, so you, you know, solidified your spot on, on the on the roster. Yeah, and you know, I finally point. I finally nonetheless took Gatorade from Lamar. Right. You know, and we had a rock solid season going yeah, right no, there. We I had, think we we had were, a ro- at some point we were eight and two or something yeah, like no, that. Yeah, no, we had, we were we were pretty good. I, I think when Tony Martin came back, right. I think that gave us everything we kinda needed. Right. You know, to, to carry on. Uh, and just like Everywhere else, they don't throw the ball enough. But if we, <laughs> we did, if we did. Uh, you know, you talk about, <laughs> oh, you talk about your situation with Lamar and how, how tight you guys are. I recall one time, the night before we played the Denver game, that Lamar, is it true or not that Lamar gave you some bad information on meeting place, <laughs> meeting time? You know, because he was trying to take your spot, his, take a spot, back. His spot back. Since that Gatorade shit didn't work, he was. He waited. He waited 15 weeks or so to, yeah, to pull yeah, out a different yeah, stop. Is, is yeah. that true, Big O? You know what had happened was I I I was going through a little battle of of my own <laughs> outside of football. Okay, <laughs> and and he did say the meeting was at seven <laughs> instead of six. I, nonetheless, I didn't get there till seven thirty-eight. So right, so I, I, it, 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 you were late I, for the I, seven yeah, o'clock meeting. Yeah, yeah I, I, okay. I was. I, I was wrong, but and I, I understood. You know, he was up. Right. He was up. He was trying to get him a new contract. You know he was. <laughs> <laughs> and this was, like you say, it was probably the thirteenth game, but it was a Monday night game. Wait, so this is where this it's is like week. 15, 16, actually. And we're yeah. playing who? Denver? Denver at home on a Monday, Monday night. night. Oh, that game. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, <laughs> so so he ended up, that, it worked out pretty good for him, yeah, too. Yeah, no, he had four touchdowns. Yeah, he had a game. He had, he had a, a monster a game. game of all games yeah, he right did. there. But yeah, he, he set did. you up, though, oh. He set me up. Right. I, I got in, I, I was mad throughout the whole game. <laughs> I got in and got a touchdown, but it was definitely at the end of the game. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was back to Tampa, you know? It was like, when, Two minutes left in the game, but I scored. I scored, and, and you know, listen, I, I was I, I was happy for Lamar. You know, he he got a, he got a little extension that next week. Yeah, actually. He did. And you know, you know, I, I always go through your mind. What what if I had those four touchdowns? Right. I was still under <laughs> rookie contract, so I wasn't. You know, well, you know, a lot of times it's about about accountability, yo. You know, you're now, right. You're, you're right. Accountability. Game, we can't t- count on you to be there at the meeting on time. <laughs> well, it was a Monday night game. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It was, so, so the timing was very different than the Sunday. <laughs> so you threw know, off your whole threw schedule. Threw off my whole schedule. Okay. Whole so schedule. why was LT the guy you were going through though to get that information? Like you weren't going to call KO or you weren't. Well, call- well, like I said, we had, we had been through most of the year, and he was my yeah, roommate. Yeah. So that that Sunday night we were in the hotel, and so when you leave the hotel, you go to the complex, and then we go home. And then just the last person you see just because, you right. know, he, you know, we leaving, eating breakfast. Y'all see you back at what time? I think it's 6 o'clock. It's a Monday night game. It started at 8, yeah, 8.30. Yeah, so. it's late. So, you know, it, it was, it was bad for 7 me. o'clock. <laughs> now, did he own up to it later or did he say, no, I told you the right you time? Know, I don't think he ever owned up to it. <laughs> no. I think we just know that that's the fact. Right. <laughs> but – like I said, I was late anyway, so I couldn't count that against LT. I, I think, you know, I don't know what would have happened. The consequences for me missing the meeting was not the start, but I thought that was like two plays, like the first <laughs> series. <laughs> you know? This ain't Winston-Salem State anymore, OG. <laughs> hey, well, see, Lamar caught a hot hand early, yeah, too. He got a cut. Yeah, he got a hot yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah. He, him and Dan, they picked that cover two it, apart. They did. The four read or whatever they had, because he was wide open on the sideline. <laughs> and, and, and he ran it in. Oh, and he man. lived it up too. And he lived it Tell up. Tell me, yeah, I want to hear your. Were you excited or were you like, damn? 
it, it, it's a little it, bit of both. It, it goes, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like after the first one, then the yeah, second one. Yeah, comes. you know, the first one, you're like, all right, that's enough. Now, nah, you know, right. I, I served right. my time. Let right. me get back in the game. Were you like standing next to Jimmy? Were you kind of walking? No, the no, no. I was, I was standing next to Coach Ford, waiting okay. for him to give me the signal, and he wouldn't, he wouldn't. Because I, I, what happened realistically? I, I think. One or two of the touchdowns came back to back. Like right, it was it, quick. Yeah, it was quick. Like we had a drive. He scored. We kicked off. They went three and out. And on the first play, he scored. Like, oh man, I don't think I'm gonna get in. Nah, not he, today. Not nah. today. <laughs> hey, I know I wasn't gonna see a rock that day either. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know he, that anybody yeah, did. He, he was. He was. He was giving them the business. A no. side note on that. So again, I was working PR at the time, and Monday Night Football. Leslie Visser is the sideline right, reporter. Right. Who's and Leslie's amazing to amazing, work with. Leslie, Leslie's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. You know. And uh, and so what happens is you get into that fourth quarter, especially in a game that you know you're running away with, and they start to tell you, okay, this is who we want to talk to post game. Right, 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 right. So clearly it was LT. Right. And so I get up next to LT, and typically, like it's so many times, it's the quarterback or it's somebody who's been in that position before. Right. I don't know that LT had ever had been in that no. position before, no. at least not in the <laughs> NFL. And so I'm standing next to him on the sidelines with like three minutes left. I'm like, LT, look, stay close to I me was when in this is point. over. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so and we he was standing sure. next to you. I was you were in the game. So I, and I'm telling him, this is what's going to happen post-game. And Leslie wants to talk to you. Stay close to me. And he, I got you. I got you. And I reminded him about three different times. That final clock hits the zero. He bolts. He's gone across. And there's a big, in the middle of the field, because I, I imagine yeah. it had to be Danny and Elway, right? right? So right, every, right. there's a big scrum in the middle of the field. LT runs. I, I think he does, like, victory laps around the whole stadium. And his family is sitting on the in the opposite end zone, right. and I've lost him. Oh, Leslie Visser was not happy. No, and I've never seen Leslie unhappy. Yeah, no, I'm like LT. So he got you and me that oh, night. Oh, he got go. both of us on go. that there night. You go. <laughs> Definitely sidebar, but another story comes to mind with <laughs> public relations people. <laughs> Can we get LT on the phone here? <laughs> not with LT, but listen, I, this might have been the second year, <laughs> and, and uh. Tyrone Wheatley was here. And Man, that was, and that was another blast from the past. That was the uh, Aqua and Orange game that we did at Lockhart Stadium. Remember that? Yep, Remember sure. That? Yep. And so Jimmy had said earlier, like we played that on a Saturday at 1 o'clock or something like that. But like Thursday in the meeting, Jimmy had told all of us on offense and Tyrone Wheatley, listen, man, <laughs> if you fumble <laughs> in the game, <laughs> I'm going to cut you. <laughs> And so everybody was on pins and needles. Like, not Wheatley. I mean, he like, you know, Michigan dude, Giants dude. Like, yo, we, we need him. He can help, right? And so we we go into the Aquan Arts game, and he doesn't get in because it's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar starting at that time, I, I, I think. And he gets in, like, <laughs> that third quarter. <laughs> and he runs the ball, like, twice. And, like, think on the fourth time he carries the ball, he fumbles. And the defense gets it. Right? Oh, boy. <laughs> And so everybody like, oh boy, but we out by now. The start is out. We we just on the sideline. Everybody got their arms folded, like, ooh, it's gonna be a tough one because Jimmy did say, you know, and he and he wasn't. You could tell he wasn't happy with Tyrone Wheatley because he had been telling him all through training camp he had been, you know, having a fumble or Putting two it on the ground. Yeah. yeah, and Jimmy said, "Don't do it. Don't do it. I promise, don't do it." And so, <laughs> you know, the look Jimmy Jimmy gives you, like, you know, like. I need to go right here. I yeah, need to walk yeah. down there. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not nice. Yeah, and and so Tyrone Wheatley got that, and he had a sleeping condition too because he he slept a lot. He is 
fell asleep on the, on the sideline. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> well, in the same in the same, in game? The same game, same game, and, and so That's a bad combination. So Jimmy was mad, doubly <laughs> mad at that. But I knew that happened, and I was still just my second year. It wasn't like I was OJ or anything. But old, you weren't old yet. Yeah, I won't. Oh, I won't bet <laughs> yet. And I had an interview. One of the guys, you know, on on the on the reporters on the side. Local media guy. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And so I had one or two, you know, like you're going down the road and they stop you and you're going down the road and they stop you. And we still talking and talking and talking. So I did maybe three or four. And everybody was on the bus. And I get on the bus last somehow. And, you know, Jimmy in the first seat mm. and everybody oh, else. Oh, so you got on bus one. Yeah, I was on oh, bus one. Oh, boy. And so I get on the bus and Jimmy's in the first seat. And he he said, um, he said, <laughs> he said, <laughs> What took you so long? And I said, well, you oh. know, I had interviews, right? And I knew he was hot. Probably the not the right answer. No. The accurate was, answer. But yeah. Like, and he, you know, he was he was upset, but he knew I was, you know, I wasn't lying. I was just straight truthful because I had no other reason. And he asked me this this question. He said, where's your helmet? And I'm like, ooh, I lost my helmet in my mind. <laughs> right? And so I tell him. One of the interns that worked with Seth and Harvey. Oh, you put it on us. <laughs> had my helmet. <laughs> Ended up being Quentin Taylor. Oh, <laughs> it was Q. Q. It was who became real good friends. Yes, right. But they, Harvey and Jimmy, reamed Q. Because <laughs> he didn't know what the helmet oh, was either. <laughs> But <laughs> so he legit lost it. I legit lost my helmet. Well, yeah, you lost it. <laughs> oh, and you just blame Q. I just put it on Q. I was like, well, they can't do Q dirty. Oh, yes, you they can. I was figuring at the time, well, they could do me dirty and they did Q. And, and, and Q ran back, found my helmet, brought it to me the next day. And where but, was it? I don't know, somewhere on the field. I, I probably put it down while I was doing the interview and went to the next one, didn't. And, and Q cursed me out. I'm like, bro, I'll take you to dinner. My bad. But Jimmy was on me on the bus. It was hot. Yeah, you're it right. Was it was hot. First thing that came out of your mouth. First thing came out of my mouth. The intern, <laughs> Q. Nonetheless, I stayed on the team and Tyrone Wheatley did not. <laughs> <laughs> Make did. a long story short. <laughs> Make a long story short. <laughs> and actually, Q stayed on the team for another year. <laughs> <laughs> Tyrone Wheatley did right, not. Right. Like oh, I said, once man. again, Q and I became very, very close. Friends. Yeah, well, I mean, you owed him a few yeah, after that. Yeah, I owed him a few after that. <laughs> that is few classic. Martini Mondays. Classic stuff. Well, we're going to take a quick break. we got to pay some bills here, and we're going to be back with more with the Rondé Gaston. This is the Five Reasons Sports Network, sports by Miami, for Miami, on demand. We now have 10 podcasts in the network, posting roughly 15 times per week. All can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and several cross-platform apps. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Here's some of what you missed last week on Miami Heat Beat. Are we a Tyler Johnson away? Are we a Hassan? I can't even do that to you. I'm sorry. Breaking news. The Cavs are in shambles. <laughs> if you want to get involved as a sponsor or contributor, reach out to us at number five reason sports on Twitter. And be sure to punch five reasons in your search bar and then hit subscribe. 
Good design is good business, but great design can be a game changer. Whether you need a new company logo, dynamic presentation decks, or want to bring a Winwood-style mural to your corporate office or event, Thunderous Genius will exceed all of your expectations. The Thunderous team has worked with your favorite sports franchises, athletes, and entertainers, and can't wait to bring that perfect blend of creativity and structure to you as well. So contact them at thunderousgenius.com. Say that the fish tank sent you and receive a 50% discount off your first project. Half off! So what are you waiting for? It's time to get Thunderous. And now, on to the show. All right, welcome back here in the fish tank again. Seth Levitt, O.J. McDuffie, and of course, O.G. Aronde Gadsden yeah. telling some unbelievable stories, uh, getting people cut left and right. That's an, it's a part of the game. Apparently it is. I've been there before. Trust me. It, it's not a, not, a, not a good feeling when the Turk, whatever you want to call him, the Reaper, right. comes to your door and say, bring your playbook to the office. Miss Jeannie want to see you. <laughs> Miss Jeannie wants to see you. That was, that was in Pittsburgh. I was like, who's Miss Jeannie? I didn't know Miss Jeannie in Miami. And yeah, in Pittsburgh. That's crazy Jeannie you remember you, like, who it was. Yeah, because they say the same thing all the time. When I was in, in Dallas, it was kind of different because it was an injury. But in Pittsburgh, when you went there and that lady said, uh, they're deciding to go in a different direction. You can get a one-way ticket wherever you want to go. You know how bad I wanted to say Hawaii, but I didn't know how much ticket coming back would be. So I said, I better go home. So I went to South Charleston, South Carolina. <laughs> Just outside of Hawaii. You're right. <laughs> by, by way of Hawaii. <laughs> oh, Through Hawaii, I went to Charleston. Well, speaking of Charleston, uh, obviously we know the football stories. But, right. you know, when you started your career at Winston-Salem State, you played another sport as well. Right. You know, you played basketball. Now, were you recruited as a basketball player, a football player, or both? Both. Both. I, I didn't play football in, in high school. I played basketball. And I was pretty good at it from Charleston. I mean, I, I was a 3-4 because, you know, I, I, I probably was this size in 12th grade. And, and so, height. Anyway. And and, and, so, <laughs> and and so you know I could jump pretty good and I, I played with my back to the basket that was that was that was my issue and you know just having no at six a, two wait a minute he said he can jump pretty good run let's rewind a little bit I think <laughs> when you were in Dallas I think um, you Mike Irvin yeah Deion Sanders came down and played the Dolphins in a charity basketball game at FIU yeah. and I remember. You know, not that I was paying attention to what was going on on right. the other side. I was, I'm a, I was worried about my own team. Right, 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 right. I, I think I remember seeing you way up above the rim. Yeah, no, I like, you know, when you were in your prime, you and your, I could dunk it how you wanted at that time. Yeah, and it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty fun. Like I said, you know, at Winston-Salem State, I wasn't, a, I wasn't a football player, but they gave me a scholarship, and only other scholarship I had was to go to Fork Union to play basketball. But they wanted to move me to guard. Because I, I, you know, I was only six threes, you know, and they said, "Look, if you can use your left hand, you get a big scholarship after the two years." So it was Winston Salem State, a Falk Union, and Falk Union had no girls, <laughs> and, and you weren't willing. To, that was it, and you weren't willing to use that left hand. <laughs> no, that's the real reason, right? That's the real reason. So I went, to, I went to Winston Salem State, nonetheless. <laughs> and, 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 and they had, they had, and learned to use both hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, after a while, you got to do it. You got to try. <laughs> yeah. They had a pretty good receiver there. They had Yancey Thigpen. He was there. And, and um, pretty good. The, the, coach, the coach did say, look, we got Yancey. Yancey will get us down to the 15. Then we'll throw you the ball on the jump ball. Just think of it as an alley-oop. And that, that's kind of, you know, how, how it started. And 
I jump up and get the ball, jump up and get the ball. And and after that first year, because football came first, obviously, Coach Richardson, who was the Pete Richardson, who was the coach at the time, went to Big House Games, and it was tough to go to Big House Games for basketball because you know he was the guy. He was he's a legend, and he told him like, look, we can't lose this guy. We need to keep him because Yancey was a senior, you know, going to be a senior. And he's like, we, we can't let him play basketball. You know, it was a crushing blow to me, but right. it was kind of cool. Then becomes a money issue. If you got two years basketball, two years football, football going to give me all four years. And once they said all four years, then I, you know, that was I, it. I was, easy, easy I was relegated. Decision. Yeah, relegated to intramural player. Well, <laughs> and it ultimately became yeah. a money issue anyway, yeah. right? I mean, you had, shout you out know. to my dog, Stephen A. Smith, who was the backup. Three at the time at Winston Salem Really? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. No idea. Yeah, yeah. Learn, learn new things yeah. all the time here. Yeah. At this so tank. Stephen A. was your backup. He wasn't my backup. He was the backup on the basketball team at the three at, position. At the three position. At the three. And listen, Stephen A. Smith was not a basketball <laughs> team player. <laughs> he was from New York. So he wanted the New York oh, dudes. He was, yeah, yeah. Well, and one action. Yeah, yeah. He could talk the game. He could dribble. He could do. Oh, the we know moves. he could talk. Yeah, we could do the moves. I think maybe in his four years at Winston Salem State, his point average may have been two point seven <laughs> points a game. Maybe. Somebody looked that up. I know, right? <laughs> so, so but, you were, I thought you were saying he was your backup. No, 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 no. I, I, I didn't and play, I, but he and was. I the thought backup. maybe he gave you the wrong time for a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> <game. laughs> he was happy to see you go play football. <laughs> I think he'd be a hell of a receiver, OG. Listen, listen. An intramural is Stephen A. Smith to give you 35. Right. But he wasn't a team concept player. You know, it was big house games. We had you know, team concepts like going to Duke. Like, you can't be a one-on-one player going there. You got a team concept. So, uh, But, yeah, he was That's there. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah had yeah. no idea. No. So you, you might imagine that here in the fish tank, basketball right. is a popular topic as you're overlooking the court. Okay. There it is. Yeah. DJ Priest, our producer here, just pulled up yeah. the Stephen A. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. Nice. I had no idea. <laughs> but if you look just past DJ Priest, right. you see the court, the official O.J. McDuffie Juice home court. Right. And uh, there's some legendary stories legendary on that story. court. And and you certainly made your mark out there. Yeah, yeah, in, I, I did, as well. I did, I, did, I did a few things out there. And, and so we we uh, we talk all the time about the great stories, even just out on that court. And, and before you got in here, Juice and I were talking. You know, so much has been written about and talked about the size of your hands right. and whatever quadruple X gloves right. and all the catches. But you used to do that Dr. J thing out here <laughs> yeah. where you put the ball and make people look silly, man, just throwing it around. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, like that, a globe trotter. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. That was my go-to-hole move, man. I <laughs> I got it. I got the ball. Once I pick it up, I got it. And I, I go to the hole. Like I said, I, I could jump pretty good. So that was – we had some good times out there, man. A, a bunch of stories. Definitely, if that court can tell, it, it would tell a lot. A yeah. few, but I don't know who who lives over there now, his neighbor. But at the time, I mean, when Kajana was – you know how I many – Balls were kicked. kicked over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Basketball and, and kickball. A whole lot of them with JT's <laughs> oh, signature on them, right? <laughs> the good ball. It was yeah. funny. Always. And always listen, the good ball. Listen, the, the funniest stories would always be, so I don't care who picked. I don't care who was out there first. I don't care if OJ had to go change his shoes or his clothes. If we picked and he came out there. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't going down. No. He, he, he had to pick first. I had to play in the first. I'm always like, in the first. You game. know, every court in North America, you got to shoot from the top of the key, and the dude who shoot from the top of the key get the first pick. You know, you all us shoot the first two hit. Dude who hit the first one get the first pick. 
Now, right. why were the rules different here, Juice? Home court. I see my, my name's on the pads. <laughs> when your name's on the pads, I guess that's what it I is. I mean, we'd have a whole five section. Now, he could get next. There's nothing wrong with that. We, yeah. we Like, maybe one time he let the game go, the game went to, like, three. And then he was up next. <laughs> so we're like, you can't play the three? He was like, well, it's my turn to play. And But after you pick a five, you want to roll with the five you just picked. No, you can't be first. He's like, all right, the game go to three. And so... You know the, <laughs> you know the punishment for not listening to Juice. Gotta go. He let the dogs out. The dogs out. He always <laughs> says, "Oh, I'm kicking you out." I'm like, you seem I to know. forget the part where the <laughs> six Clydesdales came around. Six Rottweilers yeah. coming out the back. You know, like that. That wasn't cool. Yeah, man. And you know, if it was a Wednesday night, the lights would go out with the dogs. With the dog early, <laughs> and the gates wouldn't open. Yeah, you had to jump the fence. You had to jump the fence to oh get out. Oh my god, that was that. Oh, that was classic. Needless like, to we, say, let him pick first, please. Yeah, let him pick first. Well, see, if you establish that. Early, you know, if I establish this was going to happen, then it shouldn't even be a question, you know. But, but, but sometimes seven, you had. If I'm there at 730, that's when the game's going to start. <laughs> oh, we already had our five picks. Yeah, that's too bad. You shouldn't have picked them. Got to know the rules, apparently. Got to know, know the rules. So of all those years and all those stories, and we could do an entire show, and probably will do a show just on, on the court, we have a segment here in the fish tank called the Top Five. The Top Five. So if you had to start a team today, Drafting players in their prime, picking players only who have played on this court. Who is your top five and why? All right. Um, oof. I, you know, because one. Because yeah, you can pick yourself if you need to. Yeah, yeah no, oh, I'm picking myself. <laughs> okay. But because we had Juice Place and we had, he uh, got to be first. No, you don't have to say that. All right, he's not first. I'm first. I mean, look, okay. You're, so you're the first OG. pick. I'm the first pick. At the what? At the three. Okay. Ooh, I'm at the OG three. OG at the three. I'm gonna have Stephen A. backing you up, right? Stephen A. backing <laughs> me up. I'm gonna have uh, Mark Dixon at the four. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, you know, the gift from heaven was was a pretty special basketball. Boy, player he was well. good. He was pretty good, man. He was. Pretty Everybody's good. shocked by that. No, no, but he was good, though. Real not, good. Not, yeah, oh, not was, just. He was real good. Yeah, he was real good. Yeah, and would tell you about it. Yeah, the footwork thing. Like he was good, yeah. man. He was good. He was good. I, I have JT just because he, you know. He's going to kick the ball over the fence, but <laughs> he's athletic and can run the court as well. You so know, JT's pretty, at the five. He's at the five. I'm going to have Kajana at the two. Kajana wow. can shoot jumpers from, out here. From his own yard, couldn't <laughs> from he? His, yeah. Kajana can shoot them threes out there. By the way, never makes the first game. Never, never. makes the first game. <laughs> that, 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 Especially not on a Saturday morning. Never made the first game. He has the, other than myself, he has the shortest distance to the court. Yeah. Never and depending on what room you're in at the yeah, time, true. he might. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Never made the first game. But he could he could shoot. He was he was Clay Thompson. He he get rolling. He gets you 35. Now, now the one is is a little tricky. It's a little tricky because we got three ones out there, and they're a little tricky. And one of them you work for, right? 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 And that's very, so very important. We won't play this until after the football season. <laughs> very important. No very man, you got to be honest here. We want so, some honesty. So, so it was OJ, Pat, obviously, and Mike. Mike was pretty good at the point. Mike, Mike could handle the ball. He could hit a jump if you left him open. Interesting. And, you know, I, I, I like to play with 
play with Mike because he he was an equal opportunity passer. Right. I said, who's feeding you the rock? The <laughs> you're most? Right, you're right. right. Mike was pretty good, Let's but be I, honest but I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go with Pat because he, he he went to the hole a little bit stronger than than, than Mike and OJ did. Okay, because OJ was a shooter. He could yeah. shoot. It was his core. Mm-hmm. Now, what about defense though? Was he? You know, we know he played defense on a football field, but was he playing defense out here? You know, he'd get back a little late, but you yeah. know, <laughs> 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 gotta have a cherry picker. That's a nice squad right there, bro. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's a, a real good, nice squad. That's a pretty good squad. All right. Yeah. So we're gonna lock these in each week. All right. You know, and we're gonna start to compare them, and then when we do the basketball show, we can have some real debates, right? As to who and. Other than Pat, we're going to let people know where they rank on your list here. Right. Uh, well, actually, you got Pat starting, so, so you're, you're good. good. Yeah, you're good. Good, good. good. good starting good. five right good. there. Yeah, yeah, it's a good starting five. You, you know, know. Oh, you know. also, man, there's been a lot of talk before you got here as well. And, you know, Seth, Seth's always thinking he's the one that did this for this guy or that for that guy. Or, Seth did a lot for a lot. Yeah, yeah. He also <laughs> thinks it. that uh, <laughs> he's the one that put original gear on the map. Now, Big O, what's the real story? Listen, like I say, Seth did a lot for a lot. And, you know, starting out, Seth was always the guy you could go talk to and, you know, he would he would be even Starting cute. out? You mean eventually that changed? <laughs> <laughs> In the beginning, uh, Seth would be a, a sounding board, and he was always the voice of reason. And so, Seth, I'd say, Seth, what do you think about the logo? What do you think about this? And, and everybody valued Seth's opinion. And, and, and so once we got nice it started and once we got going pretty much, Seth would always be someone I, I bring one of the first sample products to, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and he would definitely wear it as he has on the shirt right now. Don't give me some free gear. <laughs> Seth would wear Making it. Making twenty two thousand dollars a year working for the <laughs> Dolphins, I'll take the free shirt. So Seth would wear it and 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 definitely get the feedback and you know regurgitate the feedback to me where I could you know give it to everybody. I guess at the time, the powers that be, you know, get it out there. And Seth made some calls and made some inroads for us to Janan, my cousin, was running the company at the time, and and made some inroads to where, you know, we could get bigger on the map. But he helped us, you know, in the bird iron situation. That was that was real big at the time because that was the Florida store. Absolutely. So. Uh, See, Seth's, I didn't lie. Well, I guess he's. I guess it is a real story. Yeah, yeah. Now people might be story. scratching their heads and wait. So so Aronde was trying to figure out. Who would have a pulse on urban wear? Right. And he went to Seth. And he went to Seth. Levin. But, but if Levin, you recall, so yeah, yeah. I see where you're going with that one. I see where you're going with that one. But what you might be forgetting is I said, look, I, I can't wear some of that stuff. I'm just not going to be able to pull it off. Right. But if you give me a polo shirt that right. I can tuck into these pleated slacks that I have to wear in my professional PR, I'll rock this rock. on the field and we'll walk into the press room. And then we'll start a conversation, and that could lead to some press. Right. And that, that's, that's exactly what happened. Making a polo was nothing. Right. You know, and, and so we did that. And, and I can remember it, it, it being in a few interviews for players. When we did a few interviews, he like, give me the shirt, give me the hat. Right. Uh, JT had it on. Even Trace, I think, had it on. <laughs> Trace my, rocks an original <laughs> gear? I wore my hat all the time. Yeah, I had my OG hat yeah, on all the, the time. The sweatsuits were real cool. I yeah. still have the I never got a sweatsuit. I did save the throwback jersey, though. I, I and somehow it, it, it still it, fits. It, it, it is real. That's a, that's a, that's a yeah. Raider one. That yeah. was pretty, that's pretty cool. This week on the Five Reasons Podcast, join for a wide-ranging, fun, and funny interview with Udonis Haslam of the Miami Heat. I remember growing up, you know, I used to stay in um, Lake Nassau Apartments. Now they call it Crystal Lake. You know, this is in Kara City. I moved around a little bit, and I remember 
being at the park and um, you know, I got into it with this little kid and he punched me in the mouth and ran and knocked my tooth out. And I, I couldn't find him. I was so pissed off I couldn't find him. He ran, he knocked my tooth out and ran. And I went home and my dad, my tooth was knocked down. He saw me crying and he told me if I don't come home, if I don't go outside and find that kid and kick his ass, if I come home, I'm gonna get my ass whooped by him. I looked for that kid for three hours and when I found him, I kicked his ass. Check out that interview and much more on the Five Reasons podcast available on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, OG, can't thank you enough, man, for for diving into the fish tank with us here. It's really been great to have you, to kick this thing off with you. Appreciate it, Big O. Absolutely, man. Hey, man, thanks. I mean, you know, to be the inaugural first fish tanker. Tanker. uh, (laughs) Fish tanker. Tanker. I I appreciate that. And listen, man, anytime y'all need me to make anything for y'all underwater, I got you, man. Got you. I got you. Dolphin that heart, man. There's still light out. <laughs> There's still, we don't have that underwater camera. Yeah, we made that shoot look good, but man, it wasn't know, easy. I know it wasn't, it wasn't easy. easy. It took us I a mean, little time. We got the palm tree in the back. <laughs> I mean, it's real nice, man. Real nice. The dolphin coming out of nowhere. Nowhere. Just, right. Just flipper style. It's in the fish tank, <laughs> man. In the fish tank. That's what it's about. Well, we greatly appreciate it. And actually, I'm glad you brought up that shoot because uh, our friends at Thunderous Genius, and by friends, it's my graphic design company, there my man, no, no, uh, no. Serge, an incredible artist. And they're one of the supporters of the show and, and really the official creative team of the Fish Tank. And on behalf of Thunderous Genius, we've got this Creativity Runs Everything Around Me t-shirt Ooh, for you. cream, get the money. That's it. That's bill, it. So, so, again, thank you so much for coming on. We greatly appreciate it. Special thanks to all of our advertisers who are part of the show. DJ Preach producing the show today. And, of course, my man, O.J. McDuffie for opening up the doors of the Fish Tank Studios and and always being here with me. You got it, man. Thanks for diving in, Big O. No, no problem. You're now diving into the Fish Tank. Sitting down with Seth living, Seth. OJ, Juice, Juice Man, ooh, and this is strictly for them true fans, yeah. golf fans, number one, one, of course y'all, this ain't no ordinary sports talk, dive up in that fish tank, go get your aqua orange, yeah, it's time to dive up in that fish tank, it's only legendary talking when you dive up in that fish tank, rocking with OJ and Seth when we dive up in that fish tank. Okay, this one for them diehards Celebrate big or cry hard Leave it all on the field, we gon' try hard Old school, a new school, mix it in Feeling like we up close when we listening Dolphins tales, in Miami is the deep end We vibing with our favorite players, no secret We get with Seth and McDuffie Bringing up stories we never heard to the public Bet we love it, Dolphins fans never budget We loyal to the team, whether happy or we upset We be like, what's next? Don't switch the subject You know it's all about them fans And if you ready for that water, time to dive in Don't switch the subject, you know it's all about them fans And if you down with Dolphins Nation, time to dive in Don't switch the subject, you know it's all about them fans You looking at that fish tank, it's time to dive, dive in, in that fish tank Aqua orange, yeah, it's time to dive up in that fish tank. It's only legendary talking when you dive up in that fish tank. Rapping with OJ and Seth when you dive up in that fish tank. Don't ever add a tool, we're about to dive up in that fish tank.